0: At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. I first started running about 15 years ago as a way to quit smoking. Back then, my running clothes were very Rocky Balboa. So sweatpants, sweatshirt. Anyone who goes hiking or trail running knows that it's a lot easier and a lot more fun when you're wearing the right gear. Johnji makes performance apparel that'll take you farther on your runs and hikes. They have this merino wool hoodie that I wore on multiple trail runs this weekend. It's soft, it's warm, and most importantly, it does not get stinky when you get stinky. Another reason to love Johnji is that they donate 2% of all sales towards clean water projects, raising nearly $1 million so far. Head to johnji.com to find your new favorite trail wear, outdoors accessories, and essentials. And use the code OUTSIDE for 10% off at johnjie.com. That's J-A-N-J-I dot com with the code OUTSIDE for 10% off. When I was a little kid, my whole family, grandparents included, packed into a Dodge Caravan and went on a two-week road trip to Wyoming. We saw the rodeo in Cody, a grizzly bear in Yellowstone National Park, and an epic thunderstorm near Devil's Tower. On that trip... I fell in love with the West and the natural world. This might sound cheesy, but it kind of made me who I am today. Wyoming has it all. Breathtaking hikes, kid-friendly museums, two of the coolest national parks in the country. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com.
1: This is Outside In, a show about the natural world and how we use it. I'm Justine Paradise. On May 21st, 2021 a man by the name of Sundarlal Bahuguna, passed away from COVID. Not many in the United States noticed. His passing didn't make the news in any of the major outlets in the U.S. But it got extensive coverage in India.
0: Sundarlal Bahuguna.
1: Sunderlal Bahuguna. Sunderlal
2: Bahuguna, a pioneer of the Chipko movement against deforestation in his 70s. Sunderlal
1: Bahuguna died due to COVID-19 at Im Rishikesh on Friday. The 94 year old activist. The reason Bahugana's death was big news there is because he was the most well known leader of a movement in India called the Chipko movement. It was a movement that took place in the 1970s in a region of the Himalayas. And that was a watershed moment, inspiring greater environmental consciousness across India, as well as other environmental movements across the world. Our producer, Felix Poon, tells this story about the life and legacy of Sundarlal Bahuguna.
2: When I first learned about the Chipko movement, I thought, this is an amazing story. How come I've never heard about it? I wasn't alone. When I asked other people in the U.S. if they'd ever heard of it, they said the same thing. They'd never heard of Chipko or of Sundarlal Bahugana. And... I wonder if it's because CHIPCO activists don't fit the stereotype of who an environmentalist is. CHIPCO activists were mostly rural poor women, living subsistence livelihoods. They took on a powerful government agency that was in bed with big for-profit companies. And they won. They got the national government to ban all logging in their region above a thousand meters. And the national government created a new Ministry of Environment and Forests. According to UN data, India reversed a century-old pattern of deforestation and started a steady increase in forest coverage that's still increasing to this day. So who was this man, Sundarlal Bahuguna that led this movement? About a week after he passed away, I spoke with one of his granddaughters, Haratima Bahugana. I asked Haratima to tell me about one of her earliest memories with him.
3: Every morning, early morning, he used to ring a bell above my head until I wake up. And I used to get so irritated with that. And he used to sing a poem with that, um, that used to talk about how good the morning is. And every evening, um, we used to have the Ganga Arti.
2: The Ganga Arti is a prayer song. It's a ritual offering to honor the Ganges River. This is the Ganga Aarti, sung by Hartima's sister, Samya Bahugana.
3: He was very fond of poems and songs and he, most of the time, because um, I think because of Chipko, he got so used to communicating his things through songs and poems that even with me, he, sometimes he used to um, give me answers in
2: form of poetry. It all began for the Chipko movement in the foothills of the Himalayan mountain range in a region called Uttarakhand. Most of the men in this region had left the mountain villages for jobs down in the towns and cities, leaving the women to take care of their homes and children. To do that, they depended on the forests. They harvested firewood for heating and cooking and grass to feed livestock. And they even got their drinking water and medicinal herbs from the forests. But the forests were disappearing Trees were logged to make railroad ties, furniture, and sports equipment. And so as time went on with this deforestation, these women were having to walk further and further just to get their daily necessities. And this is difficult work, trudging miles and miles, hauling heavy bundles of wood. The tipping point came when the government granted access to a sporting goods company to cut hundreds of trees, when they had just denied a local co-op's request to cut down just 10 trees. This infuriated the co-op members. So when the company sent their lumbermen to cut the trees in the forest, the villagers confronted them. And this first confrontation was led by the men from the local co-op. But most of the confrontations after that were led by women. The forest guys were
0: shouting at us. We'll put you in jail. Why are you talking? We women lay down, didn't let
2: the forest guys
0: go ahead. They said, what do you think? We'll strip you naked and
2: send you. This is a clip from a documentary called On the Fence, which you can find on YouTube.
0: Go on, you lumbermen, go! Leave the jungle forest! Leave the axe! Save the forest! That's the song we sang. Come, sisters, come! We'll save the forest! We'll grab and bring the axe and saw! We'll
3: save our forests! So chipko in Hindi means hugging. This is Haratima again. So they used to hug the trees and they used to say, if you're going to cut this tree, you're going to cut me as well, because it has got equal life than I have. I am simply the messenger of the movement. Because <laughs> the ladies who hung the trees. I simply went with this message from one village to
2: another. Saying, this is Sundarlal Bahugana, interviewed for a documentary called Apiko to Embrace. The audio is not great here. He said he's simply the messenger of the movement, and it was the ladies who hugged the trees, not him. Then
3: I walked from Kashmir to Kohima, the
2: whole Himalayan region. He spread the message on foot, walking nearly 5,000 kilometers. That's like walking from Boston to Seattle.
3: He was actually instigated by Gandhi, who actually told them that if you have a message, um, you cannot concentrate it in an area and expect it to be bigger. So um, they advised him to travel as much as he can and spread the message.
2: Bahugano was influenced by Gandhian principles since the young age of 13. He and his friends were playing on the street when a disciple of Mahatma Gandhi came up to them carrying a big box. They were like, hey, what's in the box? So he opens the box. And he says,
3: This is the weapon with which we are going to produce our own clothes.
2: It was a charka, or kind of loom or spinning wheel. This was back in 1940, when India was still under British colonial rule, which was suppressing Indian people from weaving their own clothes. So the charka became an important tool for the independence movement.
3: We are not going to be dependent on the British, and we're going to force them to go out of our country and make it independent.
2: This was Bahuguna's first encounter with the independence movement, and it inspired him to read Gandhi's books and to learn more from the disciple. After Indian independence, Bahuguna got into politics. He joined the National Congress in 1948. And it was as a politician that Bahuguna met a woman who had changed the trajectory of his life, Vimla Ben. Vimla Ben was a Gandhian social activist dedicated to the education of village women, And family members of Bahuguna and Vimla Ben thought that arranging their marriage would be a smart move for Bahuguna's political career. Vimla wanted to marry Bahuguna, but she had a completely different idea for their marriage. So she said she'd marry him, but only on one condition.
3: The only condition that I'm going to marry you is that you'll have to leave politics and settle in the hills and help people in the hills with me.
2: And that's what he did. They got married in 1956, and Sundarlal Bahuguna left politics. They moved to a remote village where they set up an ashram dedicated to the education of village people with no restrictions of caste or gender. An ashram is a spiritual retreat community in Indian religions. And this particular ashram would become the meeting grounds for many Gandhian activists to come and talk about the biggest issues that are affecting village people. Things like alcoholism, casteism, gender discrimination, and more than ever, deforestation. They talked about how there used to be way more natural resources in Uttarakhand, like indigenous trees, fertile fields, and grasslands. But so much of these had been replaced with pine tree plantations these monocultures that might be great for commercial logging, but are terrible for the local ecology. Because pine trees don't soak up rainwater in the same way that the indigenous trees did. And so the result was more environmental degradation, like soil erosion, floods, landslides, and drought. And this all impacted women the most. Environmental scholar and activist Vanda Nashiva wrote that women were the foundation of the Chipko movement They were the ones feeling the devastating impacts on a day-to-day basis. So they didn't want any trees to be cut. But the men in the Chipko movement still wanted to cut trees for economic development. They just wanted to do that on a small scale and control it locally. It was clear to Shiva which side Bahuguna stood on.
1: Bahuguna has been an effective messenger of the women's concern.
2: This passage is from Shiva's book, Staying Alive, Women, Ecology, and Development.
1: It is largely through listening to the quiet voices of the women during his Padiatras that Bahugana has retained an ability to articulate the feminine ecological principles of Chipko.
2: Women were the backbone of the Chipko movement, and this was true of Sunderlal's wife, Vimla, as well. He said he was just the flag of the movement, and Vimla was the staff that held him up. Bahugana became the face of the movement to the Indian national government. The national government actually offered him an award for his activism in 1981, the Padma Shri Award, one of the highest civilian awards in India. He refused the award.
3: He refused because even till then the government has not banned um, forest- uh, deforestation in Uttarakhand.
2: Here's Haratima again.
3: He's like, I do not deserve any honor or award until what I want is not done.
2: Less than two months after Bahuguna's refusal of the award, the government finally bans all logging above 1,000 meters in Uttarakhand. UN data shows that around this time, India's forest coverage makes a turn. And the country goes from a steady decline in their forest coverage to a steady increase. That increase is still going today. What do you think is your grandfather's legacy? What is Sundarlal Bahugana's legacy?
3: Legacy. Well, yeah. there, there's a lot. I am putting it into words. <laughs>
2: actually, different. I know this is kind of a pithy question, trying to encapsulate a man's life in a couple of neat sound bites. It's the sort of thing that you ask after someone's passed away, but the best answers might not fit that neatly into history textbooks.
3: He was majestic. Like he, he the way he used to speak, the things that I've heard from him, I have. Um, never heard such things from anyone else. So he had that very different charisma in him.
2: <laughs> There's one story about Sunderlal Bahuguna's life that really stuck with me. Besides his major victories in Chipko, the thing he's really known for in India was his fight against the construction of the Terry Dam, which wasn't just because he cared about the environment. It was also because he was from there.
3: He actually grew up there. Whatever he did, he did um, to save his, his uh, community, to save his environment.
2: Bahugano was jailed several times for protesting, and he fasted for nearly 75 days in protest of the dam. Eventually, his efforts did prompt India's prime minister to review the project, but he ultimately lost. The Supreme Court ruled that construction of the dam could go ahead.
3: My grandfather actually stayed there until uh, his house was literally drowned.
2: Bahugana refused to leave until all the townspeople were safely resettled in new homes.
3: He was so uh, adamant in not leaving. He's like, it's fine. If I die, I'll die with this.
2: He and his wife, Vimla, were the last people left in the town. The water was literally rising and submerging their house. A boat had to go and rescue them. Bahuguna was heartbroken. He shaved his head and his beard to mourn his loss. Haratima says that he'd never done that before. Some people would say that his activism against the dam was a failure. But we can look to Haratima's memories of him to know what he thought. According to Haratima, he often recited a verse from the Bhagavad Gita.
3: In Hindi, um, they say Karm kar falki mat kar. it means that do your work, do not be concerned about the results of it. And he used to always, um, you know, tell, he used to tell me that it's my job to do my job to the best of my potential that I can and that I will. Um, whatever result I get, that's not in my hand. That's someone else decides.
2: Right? Sundar Lal Bahugana died on May 21st, 2021. A memorial service was held for him on June 5th, which is World Environment Day, a day established by the UN to encourage awareness and action to protect our environment. World Environment Day was established in the early 70s, the same time that the Chipko movement began.
1: That was producer Felix Poon on the life of Sundarlal Bahuguna. Excerpts of Sindhulad Bahuguna and Sounds from the Forest came from the documentary The Axing of the Himalayas, which is available to watch on YouTube. That's it for Outside In. This episode was produced and mixed by Felix Poon, edited by Taylor Quimby with additional editing help from Erica Janik and me, Justine Paradise. Rebecca Lavoie is our executive producer. Special thanks to Professor Emeritus George James of the University of North Texas for his expert knowledge on Sundarlal Bahuguna and the Chipko movement. Thanks also to Hannah McCarthy, who read an excerpt of Vandana Shiva's book, Staying Alive, Women, Ecology, and Development. Music in this episode was from Samuel Corwin and Blue Dot Sessions. Samya Bahuguna sang the Ganga RT. Our theme music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. Outside In is a listener-supported podcast from New Hampshire Public Radio. You can support the show by donating at our website, outsideinradio.org. And thank you so much.